Uh, it's not similar. No. What? What's wrong? No, Brett? Like, what did we do? No, I'm just like going. I made you skip it. How could we not have there, five? You minutes? had an itinerary for me uh, that I had to follow. I, so, uh, and and I, Ariel I, was not on there. I don't was recall it? that was exactly it? like that. I believe I. Uh, I believe you too. Oh, you too. Anyway, sorry. Maybe, Who made uh, whom ride the monorail when it was covered in rain? It was on the itinerary. <laughs> you too. We have guests. Okay. Okay, I'm guess. sorry. I'm sorry. Oops, sorry. So for we that reason, I'm going with. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. Welcome to Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. Today is bracket day. We are so excited for March Madness to be here. We did a Walt Disney World attractions bracket last year, so it only makes sense and is only fair that we head to the other coast and we do a Disneyland and Disney California venture bracket this year as well. And just like last year, we've invited a couple of great other content creators in the Disney space that you all have heard on the Beyond the Mouse feed before. We have returning this year from Imagineer podcast, Matthew Kroll. Hi, Matthew. How have you been? Hello. I've been great. How about you, Craig? I have been. And Brett. (laughs) I should say, I I have been really great, but I'll tell you what, uh, it is wonderful to know that you are just really loving fatherhood. That makes me so happy. I see your social media posts. I see your lovely daughter. So congratulations to you and your wife for uh, bringing a lovely daughter into the world. Thank you. I'm missing from social media are the moments of crying and trying to get her to sleep and all those things that come with fatherhood. But I am absolutely loving every second. And even those hard moments, Craig, I know that, you know, is worth every bit of it. She's such a blessing. Absolutely. And you know, if you ever need someone to message at two in the morning, you shoot me those messages. <laughs> I went through the entire series of the West Wing for like the eighth time uh, when Liam was younger. So definitely I- I'm here for you, man. But awesome. Joining us for the first time on this bracket type show is David Alpert from E-Ticket to Broadway. We talked to David last year. It's such a blast to talk to him. He has such a wonderful show of these Broadway stars that he brings on. And if you remember from our episode, David in particular loves Disneyland. So David, how are you? I'm good. As That is a great intro. I love Disneyland. It's my legacy. So I'm thrilled to join everyone here to chat more about Walt's Park. Absolutely. So we're actually going to just dive right into this. I'm going to make the joke now. So it's not ever mentioned again in this podcast. And I'm sure that Brett is not going to mention it 55 times, but I have not been to Disneyland. So the contestants in this bracket are going to be my co-host, Miss Vanessa Ferguson. Hi, I've only, and I've only been once. So there may be things I don't remember because I have a brain like Dory and, uh, or I didn't experience. So, and, and, and then I might ask Brett, Brett, did I like that? Did Yes. Did, I, did I, I like will it? be happy to tell you what your opinion was. Mm-hmm. You really enjoyed guardians of the galaxy mission breakout from no, what I remember no, of I you not. talking no, about I remember it. That. You really enjoyed that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Vanessa, I don't know why you even went on it if you went on it. <laughs> because Brett told me I would be fine. Isn't that bad? Oh, it's bad. I, can't go I, I wouldn't lie to Vanessa like that. <laughs> I did Thank not you. lie. I just didn't know her capacity for pain until then. So. <laughs> the other co-host who happens to lie every now and then, Brett Rutherford, also what? going to be voting in this bracket. Well, hello. I mean, now that's an introduction. I, <laughs> I don't. Well, anyway, I, I will just say, hi, it's very nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. 
And then, of course, Matthew and David will also have votes. So in the event of a tie, because we have an even number uh, voting in this year's bracket, we will do some rock, paper, scissors. So we will face that challenge once it comes to that. So we also are going to get into the uh, bracket here in just a second. And what we will do is each of you will have one minute, up to one minute, to explain your vote in the first round, why you are choosing one attraction over the other. I do want to put out the same disclaimer that I did last year that this bracket was brought to life by our bracketologist for the Front Row Network, Lou Hare. So any complaints about the seating, you can complain all you want to me, but I, you know, it's Lou's fault that things were seated in a certain way. I also wanted to add one additional caveat that a certain co-host of mine who happens to have a, a beard and a lovely face, according to Yvette Nicole Brown, uh, he wanted to include Phantasmic and World of Color in this bracket, even though they are not technically attractions. So they will make some appearance within the bracket. So are we all ready to go? We are. Yes. yes. <laughs> As someone, I have never done a bracket because sports are very foreign to me. So this well, is hello. thrilling. <laughs> I'm like going, I called it buckets. I decided not to call them buckets no this idea. year because this is the third year. So I wasn't going to say buckets, <laughs> but I've said buckets now five times. Sorry. You should really go back and listen to some of our draft episodes too at the beginning when Brett just had no clue what a draft was either. So it's totally fine, David. And in fact, because you are one of our guests, this is your first bracket. I want to know from you, which side of the bracket do you want to start on? Do you want to start on Disneyland or California Adventure? Let's go right to Disneyland. All right, let's do it. So we are going to do actually a play-in game to get to the 16 seed. So what that means is that these are two attractions that are fighting to get into the bracket to be able to fight in this first round. So David, I'm going to go to you first. The play-in matchup is Fantasmic versus the Jungle Cruise for a 16 seed. Now, remember, I did not create this bracket, but David, Fantasmic versus Jungle Cruise. I think if we're going to go for it, let's go with Fantasmic. I think it just, we have more time to spend with those characters. It's thrilling. It's exciting. We love the Jungle Cruise, but let's go with Fantasmic. Okay. Your vote is in. Brett, you are exploding from your screen. So I'm going to go to you next. I'm, I forgot how brutal this is. And oh my gosh, it's going to cause lots of angst in my brain, but hmm. Oh, Vanessa, you know how I feel about, you know, the backside of water, but Fantasmic is my favorite. So I, oh, I'm going to cry. I have to get my tissue out. I'm going to have to go with Fantasmic as well. Oh, okay. Because it's just the best ever. I'm like going, it's just the best. Do we need, do we, do I need to talk about it? Because all I have to say is scale. All I have to say is scale and how brilliant it is. The audio design is unreal from wherever you are. And I've been all over and I've heard it and watched it. And it is the best thing. There might be a couple of other best things, but right now I'm saying this is the best. It is the best show. Okay. Ever. Matthew. Do Are you going to sink the Jungle Cruise, much like the Titanic, or are you going to keep this alive here, Fantasmic versus the Jungle Cruise? I'm normally very good at these brackets, but I find this one to be impossible to decide because Jungle Cruise is an opening day attraction at Disneyland, and it is a classic for that reason. But then you also have Fantasmic, which is an amazing nighttime spectacular. I personally like the theme of the phantasmic in walt disney world better more more so the not the theme 
the fact that you get to sit down in an amphitheater, I think it's it's you know it's built for Disney's Hollywood Studios. But Brett really wants Fantasmic, and he wanted it in this bracket. So just for Brett, because he's here, I'm going to say Fantasmic. But it is really hard for me to say it's hard. To, that's better than Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I will tell you that I have done podcasting with Brett for four years now, and I never do something just because he wants it. So you well, don't have only to time. use that as a rule. Okay, <laughs> This is the only time. This is just to get it into the bracket, because Brett right. wanted it in the bracket. So this Thank is for you. you, Brett. I will, I will let Jungle Cruise go. Just All right. You. I do know that the uh, decision has been made, but Vanessa, Jungle Cruise is close to your heart. Any final words before it leaves the bracket? Well, it didn't even make the bracket, unfortunately, which is kind of wild to me, but your thoughts. I love the Jungle Cruise. I am, wasn't going to vote for it because they still have not yet invited me to be a guest skipper, uh, which is mm-hmm. a, a tragedy. But uh, And I have not seen Fantasmic, but Brett has assured me that it is incredible as he's gushed on about it. So I was actually going to go with uh fantastic. Just, just as again, for Brett, it's like the one time I'll do it, but Aww, you know, thank there you, you go. So, so I'm sorry to jungle love. cruise. The fantastic yeah. pirate ship, much bigger than a jungle cruise, uh, ride vehicle so it is out of this contest we're going to go jump right into the actual bracket for this now so that is the one seed which is pirates of the caribbean versus the 16th seed which is phantasmic and brett i know this is also going to be a hard one for you so i'm going to go to you first uh uh (laughs) i have no words Mm. well it might be a losing proposition but i'm going to stay strong with phantasmic Okay, fantastic. It gets your vote. All right, now we're going to jump around to Matthew next. Matthew, what is your thought on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean versus Fantasmic? Brett, I love you. I was willing to get Fantasmic <laughs> into the bracket for you to, to say no to Jungle Cruise. There's no way I'll, let, I'll say Fantasmic okay. uh, over Pirates of the Caribbean, though. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean is my favorite Disneyland attraction. So personally, it's one of the things I will do again and again. It has all the classic elements of a great attraction. It is what the Imagineers look to as their muse for so many modern attractions even today. And it is still one that when you think of Disneyland, you think of Pirates of the Caribbean. It's one of those those top must-do attractions. So I, as mu- again, as much as I love you, Brett, and I, I help get fantastic in here, I, I have to say Pirates of the Caribbean. It, certainly. Absolutely. Now, Vanessa, because your vote didn't count last time, I want to make you uh, the deciding vote. So I'm going to go to David next. So David, where's your, because we're tied up here, 1-1, where are you at? Yeah. So, I mean, listen, Fantasmic 1.0 for the win. Fantasmic 2.0, not a big fan, which features Pirates of the Caribbean. So if we're looking at this in 2022, putting Fantasmic 2.0 against Pirates, I'm going to go with Pirates. It's classic. It's wonderful. Fun for all ages. I love it. And, you know, if Fantasmic 2.0 decides to bring back Peter Pan, we can reassess. But for now, going with Pirates. Okay. Now, Vanessa, you can either give Pirates the win or you can make this a tie situation with Fantasmic. Where are you going to go? So... Again, I haven't seen Fantasmic, which makes me a terrible person to be on this draft. But I've had a lot of people say that they prefer the pirates in Disneyland. And I personally don't love how you get into the boat. I prefer it better in Walt Disney World. It just, it, it, I just like it better. It makes me feel like I'm really getting into like a river or something. So for that reason, 
to knock it down a peg. I'm going to go with Fantasmic. I know all the wrong reasons. So like I said, we're going to do rock, paper, scissors. We're going to do this quickly. So Matthew, you are Pirates. Brett, you are Fantasmic. Let's do some rock, paper, scissors. It will be one, two, three, shoot. That's how I do this. Okay. So ready? One, two, three, shoot. We have paper versus, is that rock there? Or is that paper, Brett? You got to hold it up on the camera. Okay. All right. Let's do it again. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. All right. You both did paper again. All right. Here we go. Stop doing paper. One, two, three, shoot. (laughs) Rock and rock. Oh my goodness. All right. Come on, you two. Stop agreeing. (laughs) One, two, three, shoot. All right. Paper over rock. Pirates is moving on. The one seed ekes it out over if the If it didn't, I seed. think we would have totally disqualified this whole bracket. <laughs> you know. Jungle Cruise and Pirates went out right away. <laughs> there would have been an edit. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm fine the... with that. I'm just happy that, that Fantasmic made it. Yes. Oh, as, as yeah. It's Cinderella's story. Uh, left the ball early. So <laughs> what we'll do is the 8-9 seed. Uh, this will end up facing Pirates in the Sweet 16. But uh, the 8 seed is Space Mountain. And the 9 seed is the Matterhorn Bobsleds. So we're going to start with Vanessa on this one. All right. I had the best experience on Matterhorn. So I had to do Matterhorn, even though I was in, this really tells you how great the experience was. If I was able to do it in the rain, getting poured on and thought I was going to die, but not like in a bad way, like some other rides, Matterhorn was just awesome. It's so nostalgic. We met Bob Gurr. Love, love Bob. So I'm going with Matterhorn. Bob's bobsleds for sure. So Matthew, your thoughts. This this one's actually very tough and 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 both you know both great classic coasters at the park. Batterhorn gets the, the 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 cake for being the more classic and it was the first tubular steel roller coaster, so it gets a lot of credit for that. Um as far as experience overall though, I am gonna say Space Mountain. It is my favorite version of Space Mountain that I've done. And the combination of all the elements, especially since the two thousand five refurbishments and Michael Giacchino's gorgeous and an exciting score that goes along with it um much love to matterhorn but if you ask me to choose which one i would go on today at disneyland i would go to space mountain i will tell you what we had some group think going on in the walt disney world bracket last year and so i'm really excited to see some divergent opinions right off the bat and matthew you're leading that so thank you for <laughs> for doing that uh brett you are up next matterhorn versus space mountain well uh space mountain makes me sick every time. So I'm going to say Matterhorn because I have found the way to not, you have to have a supple spine and you have to hold on to the front of, uh, of the seat in front of you just a little bit. So you don't get the really, um, rough ride that, you know, that some people complain about, which I'm like going, it's a classic. So don't, please don't complain. And yeah, so I supple spine, supple spine. So yeah, so I am very much Matterhorn. All right. Okay. David, are you bringing it to a tie or are you going to take out Space Mountain? No, I'm going to bring it to a tie. Space okay. Mountain for the win. Specifically, listen, we love the Matterhorn. The new snowman is terrifying and kudos to that. But Space Mountain is, to me, a more theatrical experience with the soundtrack, with the, you know, the entrance and then the way the ride, you know, ends up at the end with that beautiful music. You know, I'm also partial to it because when it was refurbished, in 2005, as my, Matthew said, I was working at Tomorrowland, so I got to ride it a lot in a couple of days as, as a test. And, and even after that, I just love it so much. Um, 
I feel like the Matterhorn always kind of ends anticlimactically and Space Mountain just, you feel like you're in it the whole time. And, and also the way that you queue up for that ride with even the accessible rocket that can move in and out. It's just amazing. Love the Matterhorn. My back does hurt, Brett, though. <laughs> well, it's up the spine. But, but shout out to the, you know, the Matterhorn, but I'm going to go with Space Mountain. All right. So we're going to put, because you two didn't do this last time, and maybe you won't choose paper a bunch of times. We're going to put David versus Vanessa here. Uh, again, one, okay. two, three, shoot. Ready? So one, two, three, shoot. Scissors <gasps> and scissors. Ah, no. All right. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Sorry. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, oh paper covers paper rock. covers rock. Space mountain. Let me just say, you on. haven't lived till you've been rained on while riding the Matterhorn. Yes. Oh, yes. right. On a rainy day. I'm like going, I'm that is an iconic attraction that's sick. leaving early from the tournament. That's what happens in these. The number four seed, Indiana Jones Adventure versus the 13 seed, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. All right. So this one might be a little bit of a quicker one, potentially. So we're going to start with Matthew on this one. I mean, you all know I, I, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin is my favorite. No, I'm, it's, it's, <laughs> sorry, I can't do spinning. So just the, the fact the fact that the name has spin in it, I know there are ways you can control it. It's not as bad, and I've heard that you can do that. But regardless of those reasons, Indiana Jones Adventure is is for me. It was you know, it was made in the mid '90s. I think '94 was the opening year, and it redefined cues for attractions. It was a new whole different type of attraction experience with the emv system um indiana jones it has the music it has the animatronics i mean it is it is a full massive iconic attraction um that feels like it's been at disneyland forever so uh, yeah that for me is going to take the win here all right david what about you i mean just echoing matthew indiana jones all the way i love roger rabbit i love that final moment when you feel like you're going into the cartoon when he puts the circle on the wall if that something that hasn't been on that ride is like what is he saying <laughs> but i've seen the videos um, yeah and, and same thing i i remember as a kid it was true disney magic but indiana jones I, it can't be beat it, just right. everything about it i think i know my two co-hosts vote here but let's go uh maybe quickly through it vanessa Indiana Jones would be that ride would be the reason I would go to Disneyland uh, over Walt Disney World. It's incredible. All right. And Brett. Yes. Indiana Jones. Yes. The sweep. So we'll talk more Indy later, I bet. Uh, And actually we are setting up sort of a sweet 16 Tony Baxter off because we have in the fifth seed, uh, we're doing Splash Mountain versus the 12 seed, which is going to be Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And so these are sometimes in a tournament where the 12 seed can really surprise the five seed here. So we'll see if that happens to us here. We're going to go with Brett first. What's your vote between Splash Mountain and Big Thunder? Uh, Big Thunder. If it's, All right. if it's Disneyland, I will say Big Thunder Mountain because the last refurbishment has so much of a better finale when things actually explode. I enjoy okay. that. Yeah, no. Vanessa, you haven't gotten to go early in some of these votes. So what do you want? Um, Brett and I had the best time on Big Thunder. Uh, inside joke, that's the ride where I lost my hands and buckle. And uh <laughs> I didn't actually lose my hands, but you know, it's a thing. And uh, it's it's so big thunder all the way. It was so much fun. All right, David, where are you going with this one? I'm, I'm going to end up at big thunder splash is, you know, such a part of the park. And, and that final drop is such an exciting moment, not just to be on the ride vehicle, but also watching it. 
and hearing those screams. Um, but there's something about Big Thunder that just feels more iconically Disneyland to me. Um, and also the goat, you know, yeah, you got to go yes. with the goat. <laughs> right. You have to. All right, Matthew, it's already been decided, but do you have any thoughts or final uh, farewells to Splash Mountain? Yeah, I, I would actually think I might have picked Splash Mountain as much as I like Walt Disney World's more than Disneyland's and Disneyland's Thunder Mountain more than Walt Disney World's Thunder Mountain. Um, Thunder Mountain is obviously a classic. It, it was around much longer than Splash Mountain, but Splash Mountain has so many additional elements to it, and it is a longer experience. It has so many animatronics, the, you know, and even... Even with like the, I'm so excited for the refurb because the skeleton of Splash Mountain could be redesigned for so many things. And I think Princess and the Frog theme is going to be outstanding. Mm. I can't wait to see what it looks like when that comes to life. But regardless of all those things, I, I would have picked Splash Mountain, but I'm perfectly happy with Thunder Mountain continuing forward. Brett, you had a question? Well, just one more, one more thing with, with Splash Mountain. I mean, uh, I wrote it in 2019 and I am still wet from that experience because the splash <laughs> was so big. I mean, we were all soaked. It was kind of a fun moment. So shout out to my Canadian friends. Hello. Anyways, our second, yeah, our second uh, play-in game, and this will go up against the two seed. And I will tell you, this might be a hard play-in game, but just know that the two seed is likely going to be something that you might ultimately want to vote for uh, regardless. So maybe don't lose sleep over this play-in game. The play-in game for the 15th seed is going to be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride versus Snow White's Enchanted Wish. And we will start that with uh, Vanessa first. Okay, so um, Brett, that's the one where we pretend to be Snow White, right? Where we throw our hands right, up? Right, yes. Okay, that, okay. Was, that was the older version, not the refurbished version. I know, that's, version, that's important. It's... We're talking about the newest version of it, right? Oh, right. Okay, but that is correct. We went, Brett still had me do this. Yes, we did that. We did this. So, yeah, that was, so that was a lot of fun. It. I really enjoyed that. But Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was wild. I didn't know if we would crash. We ended in hell. It was, I mean, what a roller coaster of emotions that ride. So uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride gets my vote. Mm, All right. So we have that. Uh, We'll go to Matthew next. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done the new version of Snow White quite yet, but regardless of that, um, you know, even from what I've seen, I'm I'm still going to pick uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Okay. David, your thoughts. I am so mad. This is the first time I feel attacked on this. Listen, <laughs> Snow White. They're all good. The Snow White. Listen, first of all, the OG princess. We wouldn't have Disneyland without Snow White. Dopey. And also the refurbishment of Snow White, which I've been on. <laughs> Can you feel the anger? It's so beautifully <laughs> done. And it's just so lovely and great. I'm like, listen, Mr. Toad is great. But I think we always love Mr. Toad because we're like, it's so crazy. But you're like, but what's actually happening? You're like, I don't know, but it's crazy. You're like, cool. (laughs) But here, Snow White's Enchanted Wish is just a beautiful journey. I love it so much. I have to stop talking because it's going to go on further, but uh, definitely Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Well, Brett could save you here and tie it up. Let's see. What is your vote going to be, Mr. Rutherford? Well, hell is entirely too humid and um, (laughs) entirely. I'm just like going hot, hot, hot. And which who would have known? But anyway, we live in the Midwest. We know from humid. But anyway, oh, Snow White, the new one. When I turned the corner and a little chipmunk was doing the laundry, I'm like going, it is the cutest thing ever. And it was just amazing. It is. Well, I can't wait for you all to, to, to see it because then, you know, then we'll have to revisit this if the rock, paper, scissors thing doesn't work out to our advantage. <laughs> <clears throat> 
All right, so your vote's for Snow White. It is. It's time to have our guests compete with each other here. So Matthew and David, here we go. Are you ready? The pressure. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to lose this one, by the way, because I, I kind of know after 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 Dave's answer, I want to I want to cheat. Mine. I think this is probably the only time in this entire bracket where I'm going to feel very passionately about it. So. <laughs> all right, here now, we go. now I'm going to feel bad if I win. So all right, let's go. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Shoot. Oh, rock and rock. All right. One, two, three. Shoot. Scissor, scissor. All right. One. Two, three, shoot. Oh, scissor oh, and rock. Oh, no. So cool. oh, I'm sorry. Can I, can I change? Mr. <laughs> we can edit this. Let, this, is a, this is an edit point. Don't no, you think? it's fine. <laughs> Mr. Sometimes. Toad sends Snow right, right to hell. I'm sorry, David. Oh, wow. <laughs> Craig, that was dark. That. Oh, that <laughs> is So now our real colors. Like Craig, just for that, I'm going to take you to Disneyland and make you go on Snow White. All right, absolutely. 20 times. Absolutely. Oh please, please. Oh, I'm, I'm there with you. Breaking. All right. So like I said, this is uh, it's going up against a two seed. So we're going to go right into that matchup. So it's going to be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride versus Rise of the Resistance. And so you probably did see that maybe coming uh, in a higher uh, seating here. But let's go with David first, because we might get an answer, a passionate plea out of him. Well, I mean, Rise of the Resistance. I don't know how <laughs> okay. I didn't choose that. Um, right. Shout out to Mr. Toad, of course, for its whimsy. And Mr. Toad, of course, a wonderful attraction, but there's something that Rise of the Resistance did to the parks that is so wonderful and amazing. And I, I think we must go with Rise of the Resistance. Okay, Vanessa. I totally agree. Rise of the Resistance is incredible. I, I was terrified on it because I, I really thought uh, Kylo Ren might attack me. Um, but and Mr. Toads was t- terrifying in a different way. But, you know, Rise of the Resistance just uh, it can't be beat. All right. So let's go with Brett. What are your thoughts? ROTR, Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. All right. And so we're going to talk about that a lot more uh, later in the bracket. So, Matthew, your thoughts. Uh, you can give a vote to Mr. Toad if you want, or you can send him on his way. Up to you. I, mean, I don't know how we can vote you know, Rise of the Resistance over Mr. Toad. No, um, I, 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 all I have to say is, I mean, I did an entire episode about Rise of the Resistance, and I feel like I want to do another episode just about Rise of the Resistance with updated information that I've learned. So, yeah, it's, it's, I'll vote it almost against anything. Um, so okay. I'm curious to see how, how this plays out. Well, Lou is going to pair it up in the Sweet 16 with another Star Wars attraction. So uh, we have number seven, Smuggler's Run, versus number 10, Star Tours, going up against each other. So, Brett, what's your thoughts here? Oh, oh, oh. Hmm. You're cutting into your time. I know. Uh, da, da, da. Um, I'm going to say Smuggler's Run. Mm, All right. It's hard. I, when you jump to light speed and you are holding on to that light speed and you are going to light speed, there is nothing like that. Mm. All right, Matthew, we'll go to you next. Uh, this one's tough. I can't do either one because of motion sickness. So I'm coming at this strictly from a storytelling and imagineering point of view. The advantage that Smuggler's Run has is the fact that there is an interactive element to it. You feel like you're flying the Millennium Falcon. If you take that theatricality out of it and you just think about storytelling, though, I think I'm going to give the edge to Star Tours. Um, okay. Because while it is a more passive experience, um, 
I think the way that Tony Baxter and the team designed it, it feels more like, you know, you are still very engaged in this story. Um, It has been a a, a major attraction for so long. I I give the, you know, the imagineering, the technology, I love all that part and the interactivity of Smuggler's Run and the queue and the story elements of the queue. But I I am actually going to give the win to Star Tours for me. Theatricality and storytelling. We got to go to David next. (laughs) <laughs> when I went on Smuggler's Run the first time, I did single rider. So I didn't get the pre-show. So I thought I was confused on it because I was so distracted. And I was trying to figure out what I was doing. And then I did it again, uh, going through the queue. I was like, I like it a little more, but still Star Tours takes it for me. I always explain Smuggler's Run. I say, it's like Star Tours, but like a video game and you're kind of distracted which is great and all, but I feel like for Disneyland, there's something about Star Tours that just feels right. And just the smell of the ride and the pre-show speech and, you know, trying to be the rebel spy. There's just so much more magic, I think, that I don't feel in Smuggler's Run. So I'm going to go with Star Tours. Okay. So Vanessa, are you going to tie it up here? I know that you probably can't do either of these rides, so we should put that disclaimer out. (laughs) That is correct. But I did do Star Tours. Oh, okay. It did me dirty. I'm mad <laughs> at it. And I'm never going to do it again. I will say for me personally, I will at some point do Smuggler's Run just so I can see the scenery, see the the, the, the queue and the sets. And because um, it looks so incredible that I want to see it. I will suffer and do that. I will never do that again for Star Tours. And the only thing I remember about Star Tours is uh, trying to get like, layers off during the ride because i thought i was i was getting too hot so i'm gonna go with smugglers run on this one all right so we're gonna put um this one i don't know if this pair has happened yet we're gonna put vanessa versus david on this one uh for the rock paper scissors so ready one two three shoot Oh, paper covers rock. So Smuggler's Run is moving on. Is this what a win feels like? I'm very excited. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. I'll tell you what. uh, I was surprised that uh, I'm glad Star Tours got some votes because uh, that was such a pinnacle attraction, bringing Lucasfilm to the parks for the very first time. And I know we just had a story from Jeff Barnes, uh, kind of a Disneyland historian, where he talked about the lines that were happening around Star Tours at the opening. So I'm glad that it got some love, but it is leaving the tournament a little bit early. I was going to say when Star Tours reopened recently, that amazing commercial with Darth Vader going through Mm -hmm. Disneyland and finally reopening. I was like, even just for that star tour should have won, but it's fine. I'll take my star tours and snow white's enchanted wish. Yes. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh, that's all right. You uh, you need to practice rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. You need to (laughs) practice your rock, paper, scissors there, David. I think Um, the three seed, which won our Walt Disney world bracket. The three seed is haunted mansion. Versus the 14 seed, which is Alice in Wonderland. And we'll start with the Imagineer podcast himself here. And we'll go with Matthew. What's your thoughts? Um, I've done both. I, I think there's something whimsical about Alice in Wonderland, the Fantasyland Dark Ride. So I don't want to like totally, you know, <clears throat> diss it here. Um, the first time I went to Disneyland and I saw those caterpillars riding on the outside and going back inside, I'm like, this is awesome. I really want to experience this. But it's the haunted mansion. Um, I, I, I again, I devoted an entire episode to this. It was like two and a half hours long, so uh, I can't do the same for Alice in Wonderland. Definitely haunted mansion. All right, Vanessa, what are your thoughts? 
I really uh, enjoyed Alice in Wonderland and and that was a really memorable ride for me because I'd never ridden on it before. And we have a version of Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World. But I think overall, and even though I'm really partial to the one in Disney World, I'm going to have to go with Haunted Mansion in Disneyland for this one as well. Okay, David, what are your thoughts? Alice versus Haunted. Definitely going to go with uh, Haunted Mansion, but shout out to Alice in Wonderland. When they, especially when they did a refurbishment, the way in which they incorporated some images from the film, but as a dark ride, it just, you know, hits the nail right in the head. You get to the entrance to it when you go outside and then it wraps up again. It's just magical and it's so beautifully done, but I don't think you can, you can top Haunted Mansion. Okay. Brett, your thoughts. Uh, Alice in Wonderland is entirely charming, whimsical, and all those other fun words, and very true. And and actually, uh, David, yes, I totally agree with the the new visuals that were added to that because it was just enough, and it made it made it that much more wonderful. So, but of course, it's it's the haunted mansion because well, it's the haunted, haunted mansion. mansion. That's right, so. absolutely. So we will go on to the last matchup in the Disneyland side. It's going to be the number six seed. It's a small world versus the number 11 seed Peter Pan's flight. And I am going to go to Brett first with this one. Oh gosh. Well, no one races to small world. Whoops. (laughs) But oh no, this, I mean, this is a personal thing for me. It's a small world was the first Disney attraction I ever rode by myself when I was little because we had an extra (laughs) e-ticket. So, yeah, so, and it just, Disneyland, it's a small world, is just so special. Uh, And I wish world leaders that are, yeah, would would ride that and think about everything and maybe things that are happening at the time of this podcast would not be happening. So I'm, I'm going to say it's a small world. And even the holiday version is fun. You can't get that out of your head. Yeah. Either version, really, but yeah. Okay. You brought up e-tickets, so I've got to go to David and e-tickets to Broadway here. <laughs> you know, as a kid, Peter Pan's Flight, I think, was my favorite, despite waiting six hours to go on it. And I am going to go for a small world, specifically because of Mary Blair and because of the World's Fair and the, the history of it at Disneyland, how the train gets to go through the facade, the clock the song, the Sherman brothers, it's so iconically Disneyland where Peter Pan's flight. I love every iteration I've gone on it after Disneyland. You see how the Imagineers have started to improve it even to Shanghai today, but unlike small world, which I feel like the the original is the best Mm. Peter Pan has only gotten better. So at a Disneyland point of view, I'm going to go with it's a small world though. I am ashamed that this bracket doesn't include the Autopia in our final version of Disneyland, but I will say it's a small world. (laughs) All right, Vanessa, what's your vote? Where's it going? So I agree that small world is, it's incredible. It's, uh, I'm again, I'm not, I guess I'm not a fan of like not feeling like I'm on a river. I don't love like the tube ish feel of small world, but everything else is absolutely incredible. The outside, the facade is so much better. It's, I love that you can ride the train behind it and see things, but when I wrote Peter Pan and, and Brett was telling me, oh, it's so much better in Disneyland. I mean, after, I guess it was refurbished. It is incredible. I love it much more than I love our Walt Disney World Peter Pan. So for that, I'm going to go ahead and make a controversial choice and say Peter Pan for Disneyland. 
Neverland is still alive, Matthew. You get to be the decider. And maybe because these are such iconic, imagineered attractions, it makes sense that it's all coming down to you. Yeah, I'll look, I, I, I try to look at things from like every possible angle and they both have the history. They both have the, the sort of novelty to them. When I still hear the Peter Pan cue music, that is a core memory from my childhood that makes me smile. It just, it feels good to hear that music, but I'm going to go with small world as well. Um, because I think when you look at every piece of the equation, small world does have that slight edge and there's not a person out there who doesn't know that song that I've come across at least like everybody knows that song, whether they hate it or they love it. Everybody knows that song. So yeah. And, and a lot of the reasons they've mentioned with Mary Blair with uh Rolly Crump. I mean, there's just, there's, there's a lot of amazing um, talents that went into designing that attraction. I have to give a shout out to the whoosh effect in, in Peter Pan's flight because you, uh, around, around the world, is that the only place where there is a, where there's the whoosh because the whoosh makes the attraction. You're right. The whoosh factor hasn't come up as much in this year's bracket. So uh, that is it. And I will tell you what, we are uh, setting ourselves up for some crazy matchups in the Sweet 16. And I'll remind our listeners now that when we get to the Sweet 16, it's rapid fire. So we don't get to talk about things. We just have to basically say the answer. So that's how uh, this podcast doesn't last five and a half hours for you to listen to. But we are going to go over to Disney's California Adventure. And there are no play-in games on this side. So we're just going to do the bracket as it stands. The number one seed, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout as a number one seed, which is interesting, Mr. Lou Hare, uh, versus the 16 seed, Turtle Talk. So uh, let's go ahead and do this one. Uh, Vanessa, you look appalled. Turtle Talk. I mean, I want Turtle no, Talk. Okay. No. I, if you could put it up against the parking lot, I will pick the parking lot <laughs> over that hellish ride anytime. Uh, you are not a big fan of Guardians no, of the Galaxy Mission no. Breakout. So uh, let's go to someone who might be. David, what are your thoughts? Oh, my God. I, I'm terrified of that ride. I can't do it. I'm with <laughs> Vanessa. I'll go. But I do think that Mission Breakout is a stronger attraction than Turtle Talk. Um, just for so many reasons. But I can't go on it anymore. So Vanessa and I will go to Turtle Talk. Yes. We'll hang out. But I, yes. I do feel like for the for this bracket... It has to be Mission Breakout. Oh, I say, you're, so your official vote is Mission Breakout. That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, let's go, Brett, next. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I, I feel so bad. I'm, I'm like going, because I, I would tell Vanessa, no, it's not that bad. It's fine. As, as the terror and the decibel level goes exponentially out there because she both she and erica were screaming in pain in actual pain um anyway but just the theming and how they made something that was uh terrorizing uh see tower of terror into something that was funny and you just laugh when you're not being so fun. Yeah, i Vanessa. don't remember I laugh. Funny. I laugh. It's just so much fun. And, <laughs> All and right. um and Rocket, you know, the raccoon in the beginning. Too cool. Anyway, so All I, right. that's what I say. Matthew, do you give Turtle Talk any chances Turtle here? Or are we going talk. with number Turtle one seed? Talk. <laughs> so let's say I'm in Disney California Adventure and I'm with Brett, Vanessa, David, the three of you, and Brett's heading straight to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Um I'm I'm going on Turtle Talk because I cannot physically do Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Vanessa, I don't know why you listen to Pretz. You should always reach out to me because you and I share the same sort of <laughs> know, emotions, sickness uh, profile. Yeah. But um, 
I, I'm easily going to pick Mission Breakout, though. Um, just everything about that is is from a, with the exception maybe of the interactive elements. Turtle Talk's such a great attraction for for kids and for adults who love to be kids at heart. Um, but yeah, as far as like attractions go, um, I don't know if I agree with it being the number one spot in the park, but definitely Mission Breakout will be my pick here. I think that there's uh, maybe some other. You know, uh, rides that I just not even being out there. I think there's some other rides that could have contended for that, but you know, this is where Lou put them. So now we're going to move on to our next eight, nine seed. And this is going to be the new web slingers, uh, Spider-Man adventure versus the nine seed world of color. So this is where world of color will come in. Uh, maybe we should open this one up with Brett because he told me I had to include this in the bracket. So well, I don't I, know I, I if there's any it. thoughts on where this vote might end up. Hmm. I have experienced both. It's been a while for World of Color, but I understand it's coming back very soon. Hope to see it in its next iteration. As long as I don't have to see, oops, I'm going to say it, the the 60th edition version with way too much Neil Patrick Harris, because there was way too much Neil Patrick Harris. Anyway, that's a whole fun story, too, sometime. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so I am going with World of Color. All right. World of Color gets a vote. Next, we're going to go to Matthew. So, um, you know, I have the same dilemma with uh, Web Slinger. I haven't done Web Slingers, but I have the same dilemma with Web Slingers that I have with Smuggler's Run, which is the setup, the queue experience, the exterior, the, there's so many parts of the full picture that are masterfully done. And then, again, I haven't been on it, but I just, from what I've heard and what I've seen in, in video footage, you go on the ride itself and it's again, like an interactive video game. And it, it kind of falls short in the core attraction to me is like just amplified by everything else around it. And then the core experience is fun, but it's not as as like groundbreaking as some of the other Disney attractions are. World of Color is, I think, the best nighttime show that Disney has done in, in and maybe there are some exceptions and looking at the past and stuff, but like that, that is the first time I went and saw a show and I did it right. I got like front and center and I hadn't seen any footage prior to it. And I had chills for almost the full 25 minutes. My jaw was on the floor and it is such a moving and beautifully done nighttime show. So I will pick world of color. Okay. World of color starts off with a two O start. David, where are you going with this one? You know, I'm not actually a huge fan of either. And I've, I've done Web Slingers, I think, twice now. And, you know, the first time I was so taken, I was like, it's like Midway Mania, but I'm really working hard. And World of Color, I think because I pair it to Fantasmic, it's always feels like it kind of just is missing something for me. So this is tough. Um, I think I'm going to say Web Slingers specifically because they've taken some of their IEP and took it into an attraction, I think successfully, it made me, as I left the attraction, excited about Spider-Man. So I feel like that was successful. However, my forearms still hurt. But I, I think in this sense, I'm going to go with Web Slingers. All right, Vanessa, it comes down to you. Okay, so I actually haven't seen either but it's my understanding that the world of color is the one that um, I can sing. I try to sing it like a lounge lizard or I'm like, the world is a carousel of color, color. You know what I mean? So for that reason, because it gives me joy, 
and I haven't seen it, I got to go with that one. All right, Brett, your world of color advances to the Sweet 16. It's not fantastic, but you know. (laughs) Vanessa, we're going to come right back to you for number four, Soaring Around the World, versus number 13, Ariel's Undersea Adventure. Mm, Okay. Um, So Soaring, I have a hard time with. It makes me sick, but... It is very exciting whenever I write it. So, and, and Ariel, I'm assuming this is similar to our Walt Disney World ride and when Brett had me skip it, which I love. I love singing to that theme song, but uh, it's not similar. No. What, what's wrong, no, Brett? Like, what did we do? No, I'm just like going, I made you skip it? How could we not have five You had minutes? an itinerary for me uh, that I had to follow. I, so, uh, and, and Ariel was not on there. I don't was recall it? that was exactly it? like that. I believe I, uh, I believe you too. Oh, you too. Oh, sorry. Maybe, Who made uh, whom ride the monorail when it was covered in rain? It was on the itinerary. <laughs> you too. We have guests. Okay. We have I'm, guests. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oops, sorry. So for we that reason, I'm going with Soren. All right. Soren gets the first vote. Uh, Brett, we'll just go to you next. So what, what is your oh. thought here? Hmm. Well, it's, it's tough. My heart lives with, you know, Ariel under the sea, but um, I love Soren. Um, I like Soren over California a little bit better, but that's available right now during the, at the time of this podcast, uh, that is available during the food and wine. So go mm. right now and ride their main attraction from opening day, uh, Soren over California. Okay. Uh, let's go to Matthew next. What's your thought? So if this were at Walt Disney World, it might actually be a tougher choice um, because specifically of the queue for Under the Sea at Walt Disney World is spectacular. California Adventure, not as much. It's it's you kind of just like walk into the building. So it's not it's not quite the same, you know, walk in experience as you get at Walt Disney World. I do love the attraction, though. I I think it's it's such a fun, dark ride that is modernized and has the Omnimover elements, the seashells and the the animatronics, the music. Everything is great about it. But Soren does have an edge. I'm forgetting about what version it is. Cal, you know, Soren over California, Soren around the world doesn't matter. It's it's the the concept of the attraction, the ingenuity of it, and it really did kind of transform the landscape a bit and what Disney does with attractions in a theater, I should say. Um, so I, I'm going to give the edge to Soren on this one. All right, David. I love in the Little Mermaid attraction the Under the Sea showroom because every time I go on it, I I see new things and it's just beautifully done, but. Soren is just incredible and specifically Soren of the world. I prefer because I think some of the quality of the footage is better, but I love that. I could see the Matterhorn. I could see the castle in Germany that it's based on. And I say this a lot of my podcast. I love seeing Disneyland, not during Christmas Soren over California ends at Christmas time, which as a rabbi's son, it's like, come on. And the one at Soren over the world ends in such a beautiful way. And I, I just, you know, it's kind of like the, it's a small world of DCA. And I love that we get to see other places and it's just, it, I love Soren. I think it's one of the best rides out there. Much like Ariel, we all want to be on land or above land here. So uh, Soren is moving into the sweet 16. And so now we're going to go to what I would have thought just again, having not visited there would have been a much higher seating for this attraction, but we have the number five seed radiator Springs racers versus the number 12 seed inside out emotional whirlwind. Uh, this might be a quicker one. So Matthew, want to lead us off? I would have put Radiator Springs Racers at the number one. Over that's what I. That's that's what breakout. I hear. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 
it, I, again, I, I did an episode on it. I need to revisit the episode actually, because I did it a long time ago. Um, but uh, it, Radiator Springs Racers has every element of a great Disney attraction. I, I'm going to pick that one. Okay, David, you're nodding your head furiously. I love Radiator Racers. I love it so much. I would, the last time I went on it, I was stuck for 10 minutes right before it took off and I still had a great time. Yeah, it, it's not a competition. I'm going to go to Brett next because I will give Vanessa the chance to maybe talk about Inside Out. And I know if I give that to Brett, it's just going to be all negative. So we'll go to Brett. Uh, which one are you going to go with here? Well, I'm thinking Radiator Spring Racers because where else can you get a Lincoln Continental breakfast? Which I love that <laughs> sign. I love that sign at the end of the attraction. So it's too much fun. I love it so much. Now, doing a whirlwind attraction doesn't quite sound like it's your jam either here, Vanessa. Did you have any final words for Inside Out? No, or? actually, I loved it. I absolutely loved Radiator Springs Racers. It was, it did not make me sick. It was incredible. And it completely takes you out of the park. It just, you're, you're, you feel like you're somewhere else. I didn't even know about this inside out thing. And I feel like there was sabotage involved because Brett does not like that movie. And so he didn't even let me know that it existed again. It wasn't it on the itinerary. We no, I think uh-huh. it's a newer attraction. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, okay. Yeah. I used mm-hmm. to live in the bug's life and it's been re re Okay. Well, yeah. we haven't mm-hmm. even talked about it. And, uh, that you know, will that not means... be on our next itinerary. Just so you exactly. Know. See, there you go. So, <laughs> You radiator springs all the way. Uh, Brett's anger about the joy that is inside out comes out again, but radiator springs racers will go to the sweet 16. We now have the number two seed in credit coaster versus the number 15 seed goofy's sky school, which sounds an awful lot like barnstormer. Is that what it is? Basically you all uh, no? no, completely different. No. Okay. All right. So Brett, what is uh, your vote here? Uh, in credit coaster again, as my stomach stays on the Incredicoaster and I leave the building. But yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, David, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I love the Incredicoaster so much. I, as someone that, I wouldn't say that I'm like a roller coaster junkie, but somehow at Disneyland, I feel safe when it goes upside down and I love it. And I didn't know if I'd love the re-theme, but I think it's great. Of course, I love cookies and the Jack Jack cookie num-nums at the end. Just a shout out to Goofy Sky School for a, an attraction that looks like it might be fun and safe. It's terrifying and it is so scary. <laughs> and there's times where you literally are like, I think this is more dangerous than the Incredicoaster, but my vote is for the Incredicoaster. All right, Vanessa, your thoughts? I didn't ride either of these, um, but I saw the Incredicoaster and that's where we met Edna Mode. It was near mm-hmm. there. And I don't like terrifying things. So David has completely sold me on not ever doing that. So Incredicoaster. All right, Matthew, uh, any words for Goofy Sky School as he checks out early? It's a wild mouse coaster, if you've ever been on one of those, with a Goofy theme, similar to how Primeval World was a... Mm. a, a, a spinning um, wild mouse coaster with a dinosaur theme it's it's very much like you, you put a theme on top of it um, and a little bit of a story in credit coaster is really a, an iconic coaster at the park an iconic attraction at the park plus it's a steel coaster designed to look like a wooden coaster to what was at the time meant to fit in with the old paradise pier theming and that's just brilliant so i, I yeah that credit coaster definitely gets the win here All right, Matthew, we're going to go straight back to you. So the number seven seed, Golden Zephyr, 
versus the number 10 seed, Silly Symphony Swings. I don't even know what either of these attractions are, having never been there. David's laughing. Most <laughs> <So>. random. <laughs> I can't really do either to... that well. I mean, I might be able to do Golden Zephyr before I can do the Silly Symphony Swings, but the Silly Symphony Swings has the benefit of at least having a, a sort of Mickey Mouse um, theme to it. So... I, Honestly, you could take either one, but I'm going to say Silly Symphony Swing. All right, David, what were you going to say? Yeah, I'm going to say the same. I, I, I put both of those. That was the same trip. I think this was like 2013 when I realized Sending on Tower of Terror at the time. I was like, these aren't fun screams. I'm actually scared. <laughs> and there was something about both of those attractions. <laughs> but as Matthew said, because of Mickey Mouse, I'm going to go with Silly Symphony. <laughs> Vanessa, you look terrified I'm, in your box. I this is an I hope I don't dream about this later. Um, it's they both sound awful. I I'm just gonna go with what they say. I didn't do either of those. I probably never will. All right, Silly Symphony Swings is the ten seed. Is it? Uh, I think it has taken out uh, Golden Zephyr. I don't know either of them. But Brett, uh, which one would you have voted for? Oh, that makes me so sad for the gold. No, it doesn't. Uh, Silly Symphony Swings, which is fun to say. You know how I love my alliteration. But what a wonderful retheming of taking something that was, you know, not so themed and bland and boring and making it wonderful. All right. Okay, so uh, now we're going into our last pairing. So we got two more matchups in Disney California Adventure, and then we'll go into the Sweet 16. So uh, we have the number three seed, Toy Story Midway Mania versus... So that's ahead of Radiator Springs. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, And then the number 14 seed, Pixar Pal Around. So Toy Story Midway Mania versus the Pixar Pal Around. Matthew looks so confused, but I am going to go to Brett first. Uh, what were these questions again? Where are we? Toy Can Story we go back Midway to Mania. Zephyr? No. <laughs> versus the Pixar Pal Around. Which is the big Ferris wheel. Oh, oh no, that. Oh, no, that. No, oh, that looks so Mickey's scary. The spinning wheel of death? No. <laughs> that's, that's how I know it. That's Mickey's. Because that's what yeah. Brett called it when we were there. The spinning wheel that's of death. What it was, yeah. I think, like, I think what these I might have been paired up because name. they're both kind of Pixar themed. But Brett, your votes. What's your vote? clearly it is toy story mania okay oh my gosh i've scored my highest there so yes david since you're the one that let us know what these are (laughs) yeah i mean midway mania is such a wonderful attraction i love it so much yeah you know you can choose a non-swinging gondola which i did this last trip and even then i was like this is very tall i did do the swinging gondola once and never again vanessa i would I would just strongly urge you to never do that. Um, but yeah, I think Midway Mania is such an, a wonderful attraction. All right, Vanessa? I, I will say I'm glad it's there because visually it was a, appealing. I loved how it- It does look pretty. It, yeah, and it, it gave it like that boardwalk look. I, do, I love the look of it, um, but no, uh, Midway Mania. All right. We are taking down the Ferris wheel already as we speak, but Matthew, any final thoughts on the Ferris wheel or on Midway Mania? Question only because I'm I'm losing track now. Is this was this our last bracket or do we have another bracket? We have one. We have one more, okay. and then we'll All go right, into the Sweet Sixteen, which is Rapid okay. Fire. All right, cool. Um, I, I had a confused face because there was a really major one that's missing, and I thought this was our last bracket. But um, no, it I don't know. I, I haven't really heard either of the last two either, so we'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, because all right, we'll get to that in the next bracket then. Um, definitely Midway Mania. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't do the Pixar pal around. Oh I never gosh. Really would but um yeah I I I definitely I mean for every reason Toy Story Mania. 
All right. The last one in our Disney California adventure is the six seed Grizzly River Run versus the 11 seed Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Okay. So Matthew. Okay. Was, <laughs> was one of those. I'll go to Matthew first. Yeah, I thought they I thought that Lou left off Grizzly River Run, which is pretty iconic. So I was not uh, not happy with that. But I can't do again either one of these because Grizzly River Run is like bouncing and spinning and I can't do any of those things in the water and getting wet. And then you have um, I mean, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree can't really do that either. But, um, you know, I, I one's a flat ride with a really fun Mater theme. The other one is a mountain attraction. So I'm going to go with Grizzly River Run. All right. David, what's your thoughts? I went on Grizzly River Run for the first time recently and, and had a great time. There, you know, I, I wanted Luigi, Luigi's, what is it? Now it's the- um, Right, yeah. Look yeah. Like that one's super fun and makes you giggle in ways that you don't think you would ever giggle on a Disney attraction. But um, I think for these two, I would go with Grizzly River Run. Okay, Vanessa, your thoughts? We didn't do either of these, right? We didn't, Brett. Mater's no. Junkyard Jamboree, my understanding is that's alien swirling saucers, essentially, correct? Okay, okay. so well, there was a time yes. <laughs> in DCA where I was sick, and I let Brett and our other friend go and do things, and I got to pal around with the, the cars and, and Mater, as in Tom Mater. And uh, so I'm going to give some shout out to Mater and whatever he's got going on. I want him to be successful. So I'll, I don't know that we've had a tie at all on this side of the bracket. Brett, are you going to tie this up or are you going to give it to Grizzly River Run? Well, I, I love the theming of Mater's and especially during the holidays because the songs are, are, are great. But um, Grizzly River Run, I'm usually come out completely dry and one time, and I felt guilty because I mean, the other people are completely soaked and I finally got soaked and then watched world of color. And I was squeezing water out of my shorts for all, all night. So I will go ahead with that because I finally got, you know, my comeuppance and my, the big old wall of water on me. <laughs> all right. So you all had lots of ample time to talk about your attractions in the first round. Now we're going to go to rapid fire. Some of these are going to be extremely tough, but I do need rapid fire answers when it comes to these we're going back over to disneyland the first matchup that we have is the one seed pirates of the caribbean versus the eight seed space mountain david you're up first i'm gonna go with space mountain okay all right brett pirates of the caribbean Ooh. okay that's exciting vanessa pirates all right matthew where are you at pirates of the caribbean all right pirates Jensen's out into outer space, Space Mountain. Next, we're going to go to the next matchup, which is going to be the Tony Baxter matchup. It's going to be Indiana Jones Adventure, which was the four seed versus the 12 seed, Big Thunder Mountain, who had an upset in the first round. Brett, we're going to go to you first. Indiana Jones Adventure. All right. Can we go to Matthew next? Indiana Jones Adventure. All right. Vanessa. Indy. Indy. And then David. Snow White's Enchanted Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'll All go right. with Indy. I feel so bad. Indiana Jones, of course. Indy Indiana Jones. is going to move on here. And then uh, next one, we have the Star Wars little matchup here. So we have Rise of the Resistance versus Smuggler's Run. And we will go to David first. Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Vanessa? Rise of the Resistance. Matthew? Rise of the Resistance. And Brett? 
Rise of the Resistance. All right. See how quickly this goes in the rapid fires? All right. The last one on the Sweet 16 for the Disneyland side is going to be Haunted Mansion versus It's a Small World. Matthew, have to go to you first. Haunted Mansion. All right. David, you looked pained. I got to go to you next. That is painful. Haunted Mansion. Okay. Brett? I'm feeling the pain. Um, oh, well, Haunted Mansion. Okay. Because and then EJ Peeker and the Osmonds. And Kurt right. Russell. You need to stop talking in this rapid fire <laughs> round, Brett Rutherford. Vanessa? Mansion. All right. Mansion moves in. That is going to set up quite the Elite Eight between Rise of the Resistance and Haunted Mansion. But we'll get to that in just a minute because we're going to go over to the Sweet 16 side for Disney's California Adventure. This will be Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, the one seed, versus the nine seed, which came over uh, from Web Slingers, World of Color. So it's Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout versus World of Color. Brett, we'll go to you first. World of Color. Okay. And then we'll go to Matthew. World of color. All right. Okay. David. Mission breakout. All right. And then Vanessa, you get to decide this one potentially. World of color. Whoa. One seed. One seed. I feel your pain. I do. I really, because usually it's me in that spot. Listen, all I'm going to say is for you you three, Craig's never been to Disneyland. Vanessa's barely been. And Brett just wants to tell Vanessa what not to do. So I need to take you three to my (laughs) Disneyland. It'll be a whole experience and we'll have to re-record this. I gotta take, I gotta take Maggie. So yeah. Yeah, yes. absolutely. You know, there is some huge Disney expo happening in the not too distant future where maybe lots of us might be out there. We'll see. So let's go to the next matchup, which is going to be the four seed soaring around the world versus the five seed radiator Springs racers. And we'll go to Vanessa first radiator Springs. Okay. Matthew radiator Springs, Brett radiator Springs. And David. Radiator Spring. Woo! Takes out. Now, that was a close matchup. It was the four versus the five, but the five is going to advance there. And now we're going to go to the Incredicoaster versus Silly Symphony Swings. And we'll start this one with, uh, who hasn't started for a while? We'll start this one with Brett. Uh, Incredit, where, which one is this again? Incredicoaster versus Silly Symphony Swings. You say that so well. Uh, trying. Uh, I would trying say... to give, do my diction for our theater pal that's on the okay. podcast with us today. Great. Incredicoaster. All right. The Incredicoaster. David. The Incredicoaster. All right. And then Matthew. Incredicoaster. And Vanessa. Incredicoaster. All right. And then the last one on this side of the bracket, Toy Story Midway Mania, the three seed versus the number six seed, Grizzly River Run. And I'll go to David first on this one. Midway Mania. Okay. And then Vanessa? Midway Mania. All right. Matthew? Midway Mania. Okay. And Brett? Toy Story Midway Mania. All right. Toy Story gets into the Elite Eight. So now we can kind of go back to our discussion based on these uh, different attractions because we do have only eight attractions left. We've got four on the Disneyland side, four on the uh, Disney California Adventure side as well. We will start on the Disneyland side as we have been throughout the day. We'll go with the one seed versus the four seed. I think this is going to be a matchup. 
Pirates of the Caribbean versus Indiana Jones Adventure. And Matthew, these again are two iconically imagineered uh, rides and attractions here. So we've got to go to you first. You can talk about this one a bit if you'd like. Yeah. Um, how painful it is to decide between these two. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I, I still, I know, you know, even between these two, I still stand that Pirates of the Caribbean is my favorite at Disneyland. Um, and I'm not including Rise of the Resistance because that's just my favorite period. But regardless, I, I try to leave my own personal favorites at the door. Pirates of the Caribbean is the gold standard. But I think that Indiana Jones met it and then added to it. So I'm going to say Indiana Jones Adventure. All right. Then we'll go to Brett next. Indiana Jones Adventure. All right. Any additional comments that you have there or no? You just want to leave it at that. I will leave it there for now because, okay, I'll just say it's my favorite attraction. It's my favorite attraction. Yeah. So we'll go to David next. Because of the queue and because Indiana Jones has moments where you get off the attraction and you say, how do they do that? Uh, Pirates is a classic and beautiful and the song and everything about it I love. But I remember with Indiana Jones, there's so many times where the excitement is built so much before you go on it. And the, the attraction only takes that, ex- that expectation and delivers even a higher plane. Um, where with Pirates, you know, I love the murals on the wall, but there's something about Indiana Jones as an experience. And then the ride just delivers. So I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. All right, Vanessa, wrap us up. Um, unlike Matthew, I will always be basing it off of my own personal feelings, <laughs> which no one agrees with. Uh, so I was like Indiana Jones. All right. Well, all of you have agreed with that. So the one seeds on both sides of the bracket are out of the tournament. Uh, as we move towards the final four here, Indiana Jones takes the first spot in our final four. Next, we're going to do another tough matchup. They're all going to be tough from here on out. We have rise of the resistance versus haunted mansion. And, uh, this one, I'm going to go ahead and start with David. I mean, this one's tough. Of course, clearly the, the technology of rise of the resistance Today is incredible, but when I think back to Haunted Mansion when it came out, also incredible. I'm going to go with Haunted Mansion. I just feel like in terms of storytelling, as someone that isn't a huge Star Wars person, when I went on Rise the first couple of times, it took me a while to connect the dots. And it was spectacle over story at times for me, where Haunted Mansion always feels like it's story first. And... Also, there's just so many more iconic moments, I think, of Haunted Mansion. So I'm going to go with that. All right, Vanessa. I'm surprised what I'm about to say, but um, I'm going to go with Rise of the Resistance. It was just so mind-blowing to me. And I love Haunted Mansion. And and I had an incredible experience the first time I wrote it. But Rise of the Resistance is is really brought like a new excitement for me when I think about going to the park. So I'm going to go with that one. I know that this is uh, both episodes that Matthew has covered in detail. So I'm going to go to you last, sir. So Brett, you're next. Ah, this is, this is torturous. It is, it is literally torture. It is torture, but I will say Haunted Mansion. Okay. So are you going to keep Rise of the Resistance in the fight here, Matthew, or are you going to give it to Haunted Mansion? I absolutely going to keep Rise of the Resistance in the fight. There are elements that the Imagineers took from the Haunted Mansion to incorporate into Rise of the Resistance. I am going to say there is show and spectacle, but I'm going to 
counter David's point a little bit, I do think they actually started with story because while the point about if you're not a Star Wars fan, you might not um, appreciate it to the same level going into it the first time and you have to piece a lot of things together, their muse was thinking about how Luke and Rey are in their own stories at some point getting captured by whether it's the resi- the resistance, the first order or the empire um, and trying to incorporate or bring that experience into the world and having you be that character um, and then design different technology and experiences around that to meet that. And I do think it's one of those attractions where the, um, the, 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 the experience is greater than the sum of its parts as a whole. Um, and it combines a lot of the things that Haunted Mansion did. Um, but, uh, and the ironic part is Haunted Mansion's development of the story was a little chaotic. <laughs> it was, there were a few attractions like the Museum of the Weird and the Haunted Mansion. And anyway, I, I, I am going to say Rise of the Resistance for at least All right. Let's do the guests. Let's do David versus Matthew here. So let's go ahead and get that rock, paper, scissors going. Now, David, you are like, oh, for two here going into this. I I know I'm not great. (laughs) All right, here we go. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. All right. Oh my gosh. Well, well, Haunted Mansion goes down less. (laughs) It has less. I fought for Rise of Resistance. I'm happy. We can keep Haunted Mansion. And Rise is a great attraction and and I'm sure is winning across brackets across the world. But yes, the 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 hatbox ghost, you are not going to be able to keep him down, right? So now we're going to go over to what's interesting. Exactly. What's interesting is the Disneyland side are one, two, three, and four made it to the final four on the, or, or in the, the final uh, eight spots over there. But then on the uh, Disney California adventure side, we have a lot of upsets here. So this is kind of exciting as well. So we are going to start with world of color versus the five seed radiator Springs racers to get into the final four. And we'll actually go to Brett first because I know he's sweating this one. Mm, this is hard. This is oh, okay. Um, this is supposed to be semi-rapid. So world of color. All right. World of color gets a vote. Vanessa, what are oh, your thoughts? Um, I am going to, I haven't seen world of color and radiator Springs was just incredible. Oh man. I'm going to go with um, world of color. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's go. Uh, David? Radiator Springs Racers. Come on. <laughs> All right. So yeah. And uh, Matthew? This is an easy answer. I've told you how much World of Color is my favorite nighttime show, but I'm absolutely giving this to Radiator Springs Racers. No question. All right. So it's beyond the mouse versus the guests here. So I think we have to let, I think we have to let Brett uh, represent beyond the mouse. And I think we're going to go to Matthew to represent the guest side of things. So are you ready? Hard. Here we go. This, this is my least favorite part. Come on, Matthew. <laughs> five times now. <laughs> I know. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, you had to lift it up higher. Oh, oh. Matthew Beano. Okay. Yes. Okay. That makes me feel better because I felt really bad. So I never trust my gut. I just, oh, I overthink. Oh, I feel so much better now. Radiator Springs I'm Racers, okay with the that five too. seed makes it into the final four. And then our but last- did represent uh, World of Color. Yeah, it made it pretty far there, Brett. Uh, much Thank further you. than Fantasmic, I might add. But uh, <laughs> here we go with the last 
battle to get into the final four in Credit Coaster versus Toy Story Midway Mania. And we'll go ahead and start with Matthew first on this one. You always start with me when I'm the least confident. Um, (laughs) I I, I look at your pictures in the Zoom. I look at your pictures in the Zoom screen and whoever gives the wince the most, that's usually who I'll go to. I need to keep my poker face. Um, (laughs) I'm going to pick... All right, I'm going to go with Toy Story Mania. All right, we'll go to David next. (laughs) I mean, Midway Mania is great, but when you think about the Incredicoaster in terms of soundtrack, thrill factor, anticipation, I mean, when you're just waiting for to be counted down, and the fact that the overlay only enhanced it, I have to go with the Incredicoaster. All right, so we have a 1-1 tie right now. Brett, your thoughts? Is there any whooshing going on in either of these rides? Uh, sure. Actually, I think I've whooshed in both of those rides, but it's not as awkward as it sounds. So, uh, so I will just say, uh, oh, David, I love you so much. Um, Toy Story Midway Mania. Sorry. Vanessa, where are you at? So I think for me, I am a really, I'm a person who really loves atmosphere and, because mania is an indoor attraction and without the roller coaster and the noise and the, it, just the whole ambiance, I think that makes it more iconic. I'm, so I'm not going with my personal feelings on this one. Ha. Uh-huh. I'm pulling a Matthew. I'm going to go with uh in credit coaster on that one. Okay. So now we've got the BTM co-hosts to battle each other. So Brett and Vanessa, here we go. Are you ready? Oh, really? Ready. Oh. Yeah. One. Okay. Two, three, shoot. Oh, oh I won. Rock, rock crushes scissors there. So uh, that means Toy Story moves into that oh my final spot. So now we're down to the final four. So on the Disneyland side, who is going to represent Disneyland? Uh, is it going to be Indiana Jones Adventure or is it going to be Haunted Mansion? And uh, we'll go to David first. Oh my gosh, both great choices. I think because... It's only at Disneyland. I'm going to represent as a land boy and say Indiana Jones Adventure. Okay. Matthew, we'll go to you next. I kept my poker face there. I um, I am, I was really debating what I was going to say, but I 100% agree with David. I'm going to pick Indiana Jones Adventure. All right. Vanessa. Indiana Jones, hands down. Is there going to be a sweep to get into the championship? I think there might be. Brett, you're dancing in your Zoom screen. Indiana Jones Adventure. All right. Indy is going Huzzah. to represent Disneyland on in the championship round. Now let's find out who it's going to be facing off with, and that's going to be between Radiator Springs Racers or Toy Story Midway Mania. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with Vanessa on this one. Racers. Racers. Okay. Get this going. All right. Brett. Racers. All right. David. Racers and Matthew. Yeah, it's going to be a heck of a final two, but uh, or the, the, the finals here, but absolutely ready to spring racers. That's it. We're to the championship round. Here we go. Um, of course, you can write at all these people. We're going to give you all the show plugs. Uh, you know what? Let's do that now. Let's keep them waiting for just a second. So before we get into this, uh, David, where can they find e-ticket to Broadway? Well, that's that's cruel. My heart is racing right now as I literally am debating this. I'm like, I don't know if I'm in the right headspace to promote a podcast. I'm like really thinking about this. 
Um, well, e-ticket to Broadway can be found online at www.eticketpodcast.com and on Instagram at e-ticket to Broadway to hear from your favorite Broadway stars chatting about their love of Radiator Spring Racers and Indiana Jones Adventure. <laughs> That's perfect. You know, I love your show so much, David, because you get that perspective. You never get you, this is a you think of these people as Broadway stars, and you're expecting them to talk about their experiences on Broadway. That is compelling enough as a podcast. But then, as Disney fans, to hear them talk about their love of the parks is just a, such a cool niche thing that you could only get from e-ticket to Broadway. So, thank you for what you do and putting that out into the world because it's wonderful. So, listen to it, folks, if you haven't gotten a chance for sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Matthew, Imagine Your Podcast, where can you find that? Easy to find. It's If you just go to imagineyourpodcast.com, you will find all the links to the show. And if you search for Imagine Your Podcast on just about any social media channel, you'll find me as well. And the links are on the website to those too. Excellent. And Matthew, the work that you've been doing, especially your interviews with some of these Imagineers, just absolutely incredible. I'd, I'd encourage anybody to go back and listen to any episode. Just find your favorite attraction and start there because likely Matthew's already started to cover it or has it on a short list to be covered in the very near future. So uh, congrats on everything that you're doing over there at Imagineer Podcast. But it is time to get down to business here. We have Indiana Jones Adventure, which was the four seed uh, coming out of the Disney land side and then we also have it going up against the five seed from the california adventure side which might have been a questionable seating but uh that is radiator springs racers so a four or five matchup to decide what is the best attraction out there in california and i think we have to go to our guests first so i'm going to go to matthew first so here's how i'm thinking about this because I've, I've been sitting on this now for a couple of minutes um radiator springs racers is a must do and Indiana Jones Adventure was a game changer. That is also a must do. So I'm going to say Indiana Jones Adventure. Okay. Indiana Jones Adventure gets one vote. Next, I'm going to go to actually, I think I should go. I'm trying to predict votes, and that's not a good way to do this. I'm going to go to David next. You're the guest. You can go ahead and go next. I mean, <laughs> I'm still recovering from the fact that these are up against each other. I feel like both attractions really bring in a sense of surprise where, you know, they both can feel like a dark ride and they can feel like a roller coaster. I feel like they're both something that you're excited for the entire time. But I think I'm, I have to go to Indiana Jones because of the cue and the music part of it. Whereas when you're on racers, you're, not quite a part of it. You're just experiencing it with the cars. So I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. For the sake of maybe giving just a little bit of excitement and thrill here, Vanessa, I'm going to go to you next. What's your vote between Indiana Jones Adventure or Radiator Springs Racers? Because I know, I remember vividly you coming back from your Disneyland trip and going, these are the two rides, Craig, you have to do as soon as you go to Disneyland. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, okay. So racers is very thrilling and it's, it's just mind blowing. And I think of racers is the whole walking experience around the attraction is just incredible. Brett really hyped it up and I didn't think I was going to like it. And I loved it. I, it was just as amazing as he described it. 
Oh, Indiana Jones, though. Man, oh, man. That was just so much fun. We wrote that like seven times. It really has. It, it, it's not just like people might think it's uh, just like you're riding in a car like that. I was on the edge. It was like throwing me out. I thought I was going to die, but it was fun. I thought I was going to die. Um, oh, boy. I think because when I think about going to Disneyland, I want to go because of Indiana Jones. I think okay. I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. Oh, I can't believe I'm even saying that. Oh my gosh. Brett, a coronation of sorts, I think, here in your last wow. vote. Well, I must, you know, well, actually, I'm, I, I might surprise you with this. I mean, yeah, I mean, Indiana Jones, I found out what Vanessa's safe word was. It was okay. Okay, okay, okay. Which was Indiana Jones? Mike going. That was a fun experience, but uh, but with Radiator Springs Racers, it completely transformed Disney California Adventure. It completely transformed it. It gave Disneyland fans and everyone hope that Disney California Adventure will become worthy of its parking lot history. Um, because I'm like, because before then it was. It was kind of sad. And then and because of Radiator Springs Racers, the rest of the park was transformed. But who are we kidding? Of course, it's of course, it's Indiana Jones is my favorite attraction in the entire world, because whenever I think, hmm, do I go to California to Disneyland or do I go to Walt Disney World? Always, I will say Indiana Jones and Disneyland. So did you is. see that? It did won. you see that acting job, David? When you're looking for extras in a show it coming was... up, hey, please! <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> Indiana Jones Adventure. It turns out that you are all, in David's words, land boys and girls here on the podcast. So it wins in a four-zero matchup against Radiator Springs Racers, and that's it. That was so much fun to be able to talk <laughs> to you all, David. Uh, this was your first bracket. Thoughts? It was. I hope they're always this magical. Someone's going to have to do something for a thing called basketball one day. I'm going to be like, I don't understand. But, you know, it's really hard. And I want to say for everyone, we love all of these attractions. They're all special and magical. And I'm still just very angry at all of you for voting out of Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Between that and Fantastic, I feel bad too. Especially like, as like, I think of the five of us, the one that truly is a Disneyland person through and through. The fact that you wouldn't defer to me is just so cruel. No, Brad, Brad was okay, but but it's it's been great. I love hearing different people's opinions. And again, it's just like theater where like people love what they love. And I think that's what makes the park so magical is that there's something for everyone and that we all feel very passionately about it. So this was super fun. Absolutely. Matthew, any final thoughts as we start to wrap up? Uh, this was fun as always. I love doing brackets. They are incredibly painful, especially down to the bottom of the list can get very difficult, but it is all worth it. And I echo um, what has already been said in that we pretty much love all of these Vanessa and I might not be able to do certain attractions and therefore will opt to not do them but that doesn't mean that at least in my case I, I still love and appreciate what they offer for fans who can do them and don't get motion sick like we do excellent Brett and Vanessa any final thoughts from the two of you I will say that if we were to do this even in like 30 minutes from now same seating I might have completely different answers. It is so hard with to make these decisions. And um, so, and, and of course too, like if, if 
Matthew talks before I have to make an answer and he gives these great, uh, you know, history of it. And then David gives all this emotion for Snow White. Maybe I would have voted differently, but um, how fun though would it have been if Turtle Talk went all the way? I mean, that would have just been hilarious. <laughs> we would have made like front page of something. Mm-hmm. You, we probably would have. Brett, any final thoughts as we wrap up? I'm very happy with the winner. I, I bet. I, I think yeah. I think I you were hoping all, for that. Oh my gosh. As you went into I didn't this. think it would have a chance. How could it win possibly win over Radiator Springs Racers, Fantasmic, and you know, and Snow White. Yeah. You know and what we'll Zephyr. do? Well, the Zephyr, of course. <laughs> you know what we'll do in our Podcast Pals Facebook group is we're going to put up the winner of the Walt Disney World bracket, which is Haunted Mansion, versus Indiana Jones Adventure, which is the winner of this bracket, and see what you all think. Uh, we're not going to make that decision because this is too hard, and we've already had too many hard decisions to make. But I just want to close up by saying thank you so much to both Matthew and to David for not only uh, are you two a wonderful content creators, it's so fun to to have friends within the Disney community. And so to be able to reach out to both of you through emails and messages and just maintain this relationship just through our different shows and podcasts, it means the world to us. And we are so grateful to both of you for your time today, for both the creativity that you're putting out there, because you make my workday so much better through your podcast. So thank you so much to both of you. Thank you. Thank you Thanks for having for us. doing what you do as well. It's all great. Yeah. <laughs> and Craig you, did a, Craig, you did a great job keeping us in line, keeping us organized. Shout out to you. And again, it's so fun always chatting with all of you. It's so funny because that first round, I'm, I start every year, I start going, oh my goodness, this is running really long. But then as soon as we get to that rapid fire, it really picks up the pace for sure. If you happen to be fans of either E-Ticket to Broadway or Imagineer podcast and checking us out for the first time, you can go back and listen to all of our interviews, all of our past Disney shenanigans by looking up Beyond the Mouse on any podcast feed uh, that you would like. And also please do follow us on social media. You can find us at Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram, also Beyond Mouse on on Twitter, and then as well, two places on Facebook, the actual page, which is Beyond the Mouse. But honestly, I would love to have you join the Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals Facebook page. That's where we can really interact with you uh, and all the listeners. And then you can also let us know what these all these people got wrong today as well. So it's just been great having this bracket. Who knows? Maybe we'll go for a third year next year, and we'll have to ask you what it is that we are going to be doing in our next March Madness bracket. And then we can tell Lou why his bracket is terrible again next year oh. as well. So he did fine this year, he did fine. Walt Disney World, I was a little rough, but this, was, this was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Okay. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm David. I'm Matthew. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Brett. And we will see you real soon in the front row. Have a great day, everybody. A bear to get through, but it was wonderful, and I'm sure you all had to rush off, but have a great rest of your day. It's just great getting to chat with you again. Yeah, thanks for the invite, and great to meet you, David. Thank you. Thank you so much. Craig, you have to go to Disneyland. I will. I will.